Thank you for tuning in to Detail Memoirs. This episode is brought to you by Rotafest and Zenware. Rotafest is the most powerful mobile invoicing software designed for auto detailers and recon professionals on the market today. More than just a mobile invoicing app, it gives you a complete suite of tools to manage your business. Yes, it has a mobile app designed for the iPhone and Android to decode the VIN and create an invoice in the field. But it also includes integration with QuickBooks, customer management tools, text and email reminders, reports, and now inventory management is included in this powerful suite of tools. Learn more about Rotafest at rotafest.com. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and whatever else you identify as that's watching this show. <laughs> I Welcome to RotaFest Detail Memoirs. And, identify uh, as a billionaire. Whatever you want to identify. I want to identify as a billionaire, but today I'm not. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. So want to welcome everybody to the show. Remind you to go out and subscribe and like our YouTube channel. Um, in addition to having great guests on the show, we also do some awesome giveaways. We're going to do that later on with some buff and shine stuff. So hang with us. Yep. So I am super excited. COVID pneumonia is done. I'm back. I'm feeling great. So plus Rod doesn't have to like cover his face. <laughs> so we're super excited to be back with you guys. And I'm excited because I've been talking to our guest uh, off and on for the past couple of months. I've been really, really impressed with him. I've been following him on Facebook and all of his social media. And um, so I want to welcome uh, Mr. Logan Fick, owner of Yo, Fix Auto Detailing out of, uh, what's it, West Township, Michigan? Yeah, we're in Auburn, Michigan. Auburn, cool. Well, we're super excited to have you. So, I mean, you are, you know, compared to Rod and I, uh, you're a young buck, man. So... I've been watching you uh, and your team. So how did you get started in detailing? So I used to work at an auto body shop and we did a lot of like, you know, kind of cleanups and getting everything ready to go out the door. Um, Towards the end of me working there, I kind of started to get into detailing more. So it kind of followed me home. You know, I would uh, start researching it at home and I'd be like trying to find out the best way that I can, you know, clean a seat or the best way that I can clean out an engine bay and stuff like that. So it kind of started to stick with me and I uh, tried to learn as much as I possibly could while I was there. Um, And then around March when COVID hit, I, I just kind of, you know, went for it. Um, I noticed that everybody was uh, staying at home. So I found a 1998 Dodge Ram for $1,200 online. Great deal. (laughs) And I bought everything that I needed, you know, pressure washer, chemicals, everything like that. Um, All in, I think I was all in it, like $1,800. And I got going, you know, I noticed everybody was staying at home. So I went to them. And, um, it was, you know, really good at the beginning. Um, but it was really hot, you know, 90 degrees (laughs) detailing out in the sun. I mean, it's not easy. You know, it was, it was not an easy task, but you know, I got a lot of, uh, pictures. I started advertising a lot. Um, not to the extent that I do now, but, um, you know, I started advertising a lot on Facebook and things like that. And, um, it just kind of took off from there. Um, in December, 
ish, we started kind of um, looking into the ceramic coatings and really going deep into the, into the ceramic coatings. So I know if you looked at our page, you can probably tell that that's a lot of what we do is um, ceramic coatings, paint correction, um, interior coatings, all that type of stuff. So from there up until now, we've just been pretty much all ceramic coatings. Um, you know, we try to get in as many as we can, but there's obviously a limit on it. But um, yeah, so started mobile, kind of went from there, um, tried to learn as much as I possibly could. And then, you know, saw the opportunity to get into ceramic coatings because it's a, you know, it's a great thing to get into. And, you know, from there, we've just kind of been sticking with it. So you guys are brick and mortar now? You've got a shop? Or are you literally doing ceramic coatings in the middle of winter in Michigan? No. So, right. Yeah. So we're not mobile anymore. Right now <laughs> right. we're out of my, yeah. Right now we're out of my garage. What'd you say? I said, I kind of picked up on that when you said started ceramic coating in December. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be, that would be terrible out in the winter. Um, so I've been working out of my garage right now. Um, but next month, the first of next month, we actually are going to be getting a brick and mortar shop. So that's very exciting. Nice. Yeah. Very, yeah, very exciting. Congrats. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's in a, it's in a nice city, busy road. Um, it's 3,400 square feet. So can't really ask for much more than that. No, no, that's a good uh, size. That that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, you, you literally started your business less than two years ago. Mm -hmm. You started mobile and then you moved into your garages as the services that you were offering required you to have a, you know, protective facility. And now you're, you know, getting your own shop, which is yeah. awesome, especially the timeline. But I also noticed, you know, you do a lot with your team. Um, yep. it, so let's talk about that decision to bring people on to help you in growing your business and serving your customers. Yeah, absolutely. So the main reason I really brought on a team is um, you want to delegate your time, you know, the correct way. <clears throat> um, now, while I could sit there, polish ceramic coat vehicles, you know, every day and probably make better margins. Um, my main thing is I'm, I'm dedicated to creating an experience unlike any other. And I, my customers aren't customers, they're friends, you know, so I wanted to be able to hyper focus on that and um, really get to know my customers, get to know um, why they're doing it. Um, and just really bring business into the door, you know, work on advertising, um, networking, a lot of stuff like that. But um, yeah, me and one of my guys were just out in Philadelphia when he first came on the team. And we went out to a training there at um, Menard Premium Detailing with um, okay. Detail Wise, I believe. Chicago yeah. Auto Pros, their, their yeah. whole deal. Um, and that was awesome. So that was a really yeah. great experience. But you know, we, we just been killing it. We've all been, I mean, trying our hardest to do the best we can. And, um, you know, it is, it's a lot training people, trying to get people in the door. And, you know, especially right now in Michigan where it's all nasty, you know, it can be a lot, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but with those two guys out there, you know, it gives me a lot more time to be able to network, which is something that I do you know, very, very, very often, you know, I'm always on Facebook, you know, trying to contact people, 
um, trying to contact dealerships, calling back previous customers. You know, that's kind of my day to day. Um, along with advertising, you know, social media and big things like that. Yeah. Which is a really good point is that, um, you know, one of the advantages of bringing people on that people talk to us all the time about, uh, I'll throw in a little, uh, little promo here, but we're doing a, a business series, business one-on-one for, for detailers and really any business with Prentice Sinclair. So a lot of these videos will be coming out. If you subscribe to the RotoFest detail memoirs on YouTube, you'll get the notifications, but those are coming out. We did the first one last week. Um, but those will talk about the advantages and disadvantages of having employees. Um, one of the advantages is you can actually spend your time working on the business. So advertising and promoting yeah. and networking as opposed to, you know, I mean, we, everybody knows the situation where you're sitting there working on a car, um, and your phone's ringing and you got to make a decision, stop doing what you're doing. That's actually bringing in money to answer the phone, to bring in potential money or vice versa. Um, you know, that's, <clears throat> that's a big decision and that's a hard decision, especially if you know that, you know, you got a customer watching you, you know, they're looking yeah. out the window while you're working on their car and are you spending more time working on their car or, or promoting? So right. um, that's a big advantage of it. And I, and, and, you know, so, so kind of going to, this has all happened pretty fast for you. This is pretty yeah. unique in a situation and that most people, um, I mean, I know people that went six, seven years as a mobile detailer before they ever even thought about getting a, an employee and be a shop. Yeah. So this is happening really fast. Have you seen the, um, what, what has been kind of the, the goods and the bads of that? Well, there's a lot of goods, but there's also a lot of bads. So <laughs> it, it's extremely, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot to take in at once. Um, we really have to be structurally sound. Like you have to have a set schedule or else you're either going to fall behind on something or you're just not going to get something done in general. Right. Um, you know, obviously there's a lot of goods to it. You know, we get to provide a service that's exceptional and, um, we get to do it in a timely manner with all the people that we have. Um, and we get to grow the business, you know, we get to scale it. That's one of the big things is trying to scale the business, um, you know, to a point where I'm going to be hiring, you know, three employees and then four employees, you know, by next year, I'm hoping, um, but it has all been very fast, um, but it's hasn't really been too bad because I've I've networked a lot. I've had a lot of people that have been through it. You know, they can troubleshoot with me and um, really help me figure out, you know, what I have to do. Um, so I would say one of the biggest takeaways is is make sure that you're structuring yourself right and that you're finding people that have been through it. You know, because if you're just trying to do it all on your own, I wouldn't be where I was today, where I am today, you know, without yeah. people, without mentors and stuff like that, there's absolutely no way that I'd be here because I'd be running around with my, like a chicken with his head cut off, you know, it would be crazy. What, what's been the biggest challenge for you? Well, the biggest challenge is probably just filling up the schedule because that's really, that's my biggest job. Yep. And when you don't have as big of a name as somebody that's been in it for, you know, four five, six years, which some of our local people have been, um, it's hard to be able to take away from, take away from, uh, that business, you know? So it's really about growing our name to a point where people, you know, say ceramic coatings. The first thing they think about is fix, you know, and eventually when they say paint protection film, I want the first thing they think about is fix. 
Um, so the hardest part has really been getting people in the schedule. You know, we've been doing really good, but in Michigan, it's super, it'll be really up one week. You'll book out the entire month and then it'll be two weeks. You'll be dead. So, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. and it's, it's stressful. So that would be the biggest thing is stress, you know? And that's just, I mean, again, just on a basic business level, that's, that's almost every service business. I mean, it, <laughs> right. it, yeah. people think that's unique to the detailing business. I mean, that's everything that's us in the software industry. I mean, one week you've got 15 customers that need it tomorrow. And then the next week you're like staring at the wall going, wow, I guess we'll do some stuff internally. So <laughs> yeah, um, right. that balance is that balance is important, especially when you're talking about scheduling, because you've got to make sure that you're not overbooking. I mean, you can't have three ceramic jobs in one day and then have the next day have nothing. You got to figure out how to give that customer options. Right. I heard a really good advice from uh, a customer uh, in Maine. It's uh, actually Scott, Scott Mesha at Total Eclipse Detailing. Um, big shout out to him. He basically, what he does is he offers them two times and that way he's not rejecting them. He's giving them options. He's like, well, I can do it Thursday at two or, th or, fr or Friday at one. Mm -hmm. And that way he's giving them two options, but really that way he's not having to say, I can't do it Wednesday. Right. right. Which is you, you want to lead with a positive, always lead with a positive in your answer. So I can do it Thursday or I can do it Friday or any day next week. But that way you're given a multitude of options and they're going to select one of those options, even if they wanted to do it Wednesday. So right. Little tricks in there just to help you stay positive and sound um, like you're not giving them a negative or a no. Right. One, one of the things that I want to go back to is earlier on you talked about creating a customer experience uh what what does that look like for your customer and what does it look like from your perspective as a business owner and a service guy because those are two unique sides of the coin and I, I don't think a lot of times we talk about that yeah so it's really all about providing an experience unlike they've ever had before so when they come in for the uh, inspection, you know, you set expectations, you make sure that they're not too high. Um, I actually watched one of your guys' interviews with somebody else and you said, you know, set them a little bit lower. So when you do give them the vehicle that they're blown away. Right. So we do kind of follow that. Um, another thing is making sure the customer is updated. You know, they're, they're trusting you with their vehicle that they obviously love if they want to get it coded and protected. I mean, they love that vehicle. And with that vehicle being gone, you know, sometimes two, three days, you know, they might get a little bit scared. So I keep them updated. I send them text videos, um, probably every four hours. Um, wow. and it's, and it's not annoying. They love it. You know, they absolutely love it. And you know, it's a big part of the experience is providing, you know, something unlike any, uh, anybody else. And I know that that's something that not a lot of people do is, is keep them updated. You know, usually people are going to drop off the car, um, you know, this day, pick it up this day. And that's just not how we do it. You know, we make sure that they stay updated on every part of the process. They know exactly what we're doing. Um, that way they can, you know, feel better about the vehicle being gone. Nice. No, that's, that's cool. That's a really that's good idea. Cool. That's, that's, that's a really good idea that I haven't heard before is to send them videos and stuff during the process. So, yeah. So, so looking back over your last 18 months, two years, 
what are some key things that you've learned in the process that you think are absolutely critical or helpful for other business owners? Um, well, it can be different for everybody. Um, it really depends on what your goals are. I mean, if you want to be a one man shop and you want to book, you know, two coatings a week and you want to be highly efficient, then, then that's what you want to do. Um, but for me in my situation, it's all about trying to scale the business, um, to something larger than it is right now. So when you're scaling, you have to keep in mind that you're not going to make a lot of money. You know, you're, mm. you're going to be spending, 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 spending. Um, so if you're really trying to scale a business, you really can't be scared to spend all that money that you just got, you mm. know, you should look at it as, okay, I just made this much this month. So if I set aside, you know, 10% and put that into my bank account for the emergency fund, I have this 90% to put back into the business and scale it. Mm, yep. So really don't be scared to spend money for trying to scale. But like I said, everybody's situation is different. Um, another thing is network, you know, like we talked about, um, try to find people that have been through it. And sometimes you have to pay them. Sometimes you have to pay mentors and sometimes you have to pay for advice. But if you take out those little gold nuggets that they give you, it's well worth the, the value, you know, um, as long as you can connect with them and they can actually give you good advice, you know, make sure you find somebody that is has been through it and has already created a very successful, you know, detailing ceramic coating business already. Yep. Well, and I think that the value there is that um, networking in general. So there's, we know a lot of people that network just with other businesses in their community and you can take pieces of information from them. Um, again, I don't think it's any different. Uh, detailing is no different than any other businesses that you have to set goals. Like you said, um, set a margin, right? I mean, you can, you can be making a 10% margin and go, this is awesome. I need to hire three guys. You hire three guys, you start doing three more vehicles a week and you're making 10%. So right. you've got to, you've got to look at it. If a 10% margin is great, adding more people makes that, that 10% equals more money. But if your 10% is not netting you more dollars at the end of the day, if you're only making five bucks, it, you've got to do something differently. You got to change something. So, right. And, right. and I, what I see with you is a lot of flexibility. You know, you're willing to do this and then this, and there's a lot of flexibility going on. And I think a lot of people get into a routine and they are uh, fearful or they're really reticent to change anything because they don't want to, um, they don't want to rock the boat. Right. They have that, right. have that little bit of stability and they're like, Ooh, I really don't want to rock the boat. You know, that's, we, we sometimes get into the same situation. We're in a good situation or we're stable and we've got everything smoothed out. And it's like, man, we don't really want to rock the boat, but sometimes you have to do, like you said, you have to say, well, what, what would it do if we brought this other person in and we went after this other line of business? Right. It's, you know, security is nice, you know, feeling like you're, you know, you're set no matter what happens is nice, but you know, like getting into this shop is going to be a huge, you know, risk factor. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be basically quadrupling my rent, you know, it's, it's, gonna be, <laughs> it's going to be a lot. Um, but I sat down when I first found the shop, um, talked to a lot of people that have already been, you know, been through it and, um, they got shops and they've created a successful business and, I had to make a plan, you know, right. so I had to plan out everything and make sure that if everything, if, you know, everything hit the fan, 
then I would still have enough to at least get through the winter because the winter in Michigan is just a nasty, nasty thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, I think that's a really important point. You, you have to have a plan. And, and what you just said is you have to make sure the basics are covered. You don't yep. want to overextend yourself so much that you're like, well, this is it, man. I'm rolling all the dice. And if I make it, I make it. If I don't make it, I'm looking for a job. That's, that's a pretty right. severe decision. Make sure you've got everything covered so that you're not on the streets when you make those decisions. I, yeah. I like what you said, and I, I want to make sure we capture this because you said, look, I'm investing in scaling, right? I'm taking 10% and I'm setting it aside for an emergency fund, but overall I'm investing. And so to, to go, you know what? I'm going to invest in a $3,400 uh, 3, square foot shop. You're looking at it not from the standpoint of increased costs. While you're considering that, you're looking at it is what is it going to enable me to do as far as serving new customers, mm -hmm. right? And I think yeah. it's really challenging for a lot of small business owners is when they start to make that decision of investing, a lot of times they just look at the cost. They're not looking at the opportunity in conjunction with that cost and going, you know what? Yes, this is going to be a big leap of faith for me, but I can project out and I can plan some real significant growth to better serve my customers. Right. And, you know, I made a plan when I first, well, the beginning of this year, I made a plan for the next, you know, four years as far as what, what I want my business to do. Right. And in order for me to align with that plan, I have to get into this shop and I have to get into, you know, paint protection, film and tint. So that kind of all aligned and I looked at it. I looked at the numbers. I made sure that I can, you know, afford it. If everything hit the fan, um, that I can still get through the winter. And I made the decision that if I wanted to fulfill the four year plan, then I'm going to have to get into a shop. I'm going to have to get into PPF and tint, you know? Yeah. And that's what, you know, um, there, there's always an opportunity. There's always a risk as well. I mean, you can make, you can overextend yourself like Jason just mentioned there, but I right. think that you mentioned, and it's really important. You made the plan and you looked at the numbers. Can I make it? Even if this shit hits the fan, can I make it? And that's the key is making sure that there is a, uh, uh, you know, I call it grabbing the oh shit bar and, you know, I used to do off road <laughs> racing and there's a, there's a handle in front and yeah. years, years ago, somebody's like, what do you call that bar? And I'm like, that's the oh shit bar. If you're grabbing oh, yeah. that, you're puckering. It's, ah, <laughs> oh, if that happens, can I make it? And that's right. the key. What is the bare minimum that I need? Jody and I look at that a lot. We'll look at our board. We'll look at our 12 guys and we're like, what is the bare minimum I need every week to make sure this is there? And then we project it out three, five, six months at a time. Um, at times we got projects that don't go out six months. At times we got projects that go out a year and a half. And that's a really great day because it's, it's more stable. And then right. we can make other decisions. We can say, Hey, we're going to buy a bunch of equipment for the studio, or we're going to go on this trip, or we're going to sponsor this event or whatever. But um, those things are very important as well. And I, I think that, uh, I don't think you can overemphasize that enough, the planning and the um, years and years and years ago. And this is our 12th year in business together. This is actually our 14th year of working together. Awesome. And about 35 years of knowing each other. It's been too long. I do. You're sick of them, aren't you? You're sick of them. It's just like, dude. I'm white. Get just, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. all white. 
So yeah. I think the key to that is, is, is looking at those hills and valleys and can we make it and what do we need to do? And at times right. you really do overextend yourself because you know, the reward is there. You know, right. you know, I'm going to take the savings account, like you said, and I'm going to take every dollar out of it and I'm going to go for it. But I know that I've got work lined up for the next month. So I know I don't need that as a backup. Right. I mean, that that's the key is, is looking at years ago, our, our accountant told us somebody needs to be in there looking at the books every single day. Yep. And at the time I thought that was crazy. And then I started doing it. And now there does, there's not a day that goes by that I'm not in there looking at the numbers. I mean, he calls yep. me Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck. Um, yeah. that, for you younger <laughs> guys, that's a cartoon reference from the seventies. <laughs> so anyway, um, got to swim in the money, baby. It's all right. about yeah, swimming. I'm a younger guy that didn't get it. So yeah, it's a cartoon it's, Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge the guy was McDuck, like, he basically like, was a Scrooge. He didn't want to spend any money. He's a total miser. Yeah. And, you know, he counts every penny and he swims in his money. He's got a, you know, pool of money. And I'm like, yeah, let me go swim in some money. That's right. <laughs> anyway. So that's, so, that's the thing is it's kind of a balance there. And that's, that is also a really good thing to have as in a mindset as a balance of that. Sometimes you're going to be spending and sometimes you're going to be saving. Right. Um, and, and I think that, you know, your, your story is really unique, uh, in the, that you were able to do that. So what, so quickly, what is the man, the community you're in, what is the size of it? What's the larger cities you're near or anything like that? Just to give people an idea of what kind of, uh, market market you're in. Oh, well right now. The town that I live in has 2,000 people, so it's puny. Like, it's very small. Yep. Um, but we have surrounding cities. Um, Saginaw, they have around, you know, 100, 150,000 people. That's where we're moving. Um, there's That's Midland. Fun. Yep. Yeah, there, there's Midland, which has – I think Midland's around the same as Saginaw. You know, it's a pretty fairly big city. And then Bay City, though. So those are like the tri cities, and we're kind of smack dab rolling. in the middle of all of them. <laughs> that you, said, the, you are so totally that's not where the rollers came yourself. from. You said Bay City, I said Dude, that's where the rollers he came is from. Totally it's another '70s reference. Today. Look at our oh. Bay City rollers. I'm not gonna hey. get it then. <laughs> yeah, no, no, uh, you wouldn't get it. I mean, Bay no, City no, rollers. Nobody I mean, that's dude, under forty. I mean, that came that, out dude. when I was like twelve. I mean, oh man, dude, you're killing me. So anyway, man, so how do you, um, actually, before we get to how do people find right. you, we, we're going to do our giveaway. Yes. Yeah, so, so this is the 11th month, I believe of the buff and shine giveaway. Um, what we've been doing for, for, for you to, to look at Logan is we buff and shine gave us this massive amount of pads and products and, wow. uh, it was unbelievable. And we are doing a giveaway every single month. This is our September giveaway. And then we have an October giveaway. Uh, and then we're going to just, there's other stuff that we're going to be doing ongoing, but it's been really an awesome thing. Um, the guys at buff and shine have been unbelievable i have i personally have never worked with a company that has been so generous uh with not only their time but with their products and uh it, it's been phenomenal so yeah so huge, shout out huge, to clint Hintz. huge shout out to clint Hintz and julio and the whole crew at buff and shine um if you have not met any of the guys at buff and shine not only the uh the reflection artists, the, the actual detailers that do this stuff. But if you haven't met, you know, Julio and Clint and the guys at Buff and Shine, they are, they're just, they're phenomenal people. So 
With that being said, we have a couple of big giant boxes full of pads and some other freebies in there. And we're going to reach in this bucket right here of all the people that have subscribed. And yes, Sarah, those guys are amazing. So, and by the way, Sarah, did you pick up on how small his community is and how well he's done? <laughs> just to, you, yeah, just right. keep that in mind. Okay, right. so we're going to reach Here's in here. Winner. All right, let's we're go. reach in there. And see who Here's we got. And see. Mr. Jason, Jason Gale. J&L Mobile you, Detailing. Awesome. Jason Gale. If you're still on the call, you just want a box of pads, brother. That's right. That's so, awesome. so super cool. Well, we want to thank you for taking the time to visit with us this morning. So we so, need to know how do people get a hold of yep. you? Where do they find you? So you can just follow our business page, um, Fix Auto Detailing, to see the stuff that we're kind of um, – you know, doing and watch us day to day and what we do in the shop and stuff like that. Um, as far as like seeing what I'm doing, you can just, you know, add me on Facebook, Logan Fick, um, and reach out to me too. Absolutely. You can reach out to me. And, um, I always love talking to people, networking and, you know, figuring out different ideas. You know, it's always about the, the little gold nuggets that you can find. So yeah. if anybody wants to reach out to me, please feel free to. And, um, you know, we can talk and, and, and shoot ideas back and forth. Yeah. And, yep. it, and, and I got to give you a shout out. I mean, you do some really cool stuff on Facebook showing, you know, taking wheels. And so, I mean, if you just want to go be entertained by a great detailer, that's uh, really passionate about growing his business, make sure you go check out uh, fix auto detailing on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, Logan, we want to thank you for taking the time and much, much success for you in the upcoming year and excited to see where you'll go. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. And Jason will get a hold of you and get your address and all the stuff to ship this box out. And, and you can just swim in the pads. You can be like, like, <laughs> be like Scrooge McDuck in a bunch of there pads. There we go. And <laughs> so I, awesome, I'm going to, I'm going to put a picture of Scrooge McDuck in the comments. So, <laughs> and the Bay Perfect. city rollers. That's right. No, I'm, I'm going to search it up right after this. Trust me. <laughs> Awesome. You got to do it, man. You got to do it. Well, Thanks again for watching, everybody. We really appreciate all the comments and the the views and likes and everything, the subscriptions. We really appreciate it. Keep it up. Share with all your friends because we'd love to give more love. That's right. And we will check you same time, same bad channel, but with Prentice St. Clair next week. See Thanks ya. Lot. See you Thanks later. a lot, guys. Thanks, man. Talk to you later. Yep.